with Cam K and Great Fun, true Canadian race fans. This show is presented by Remax Jack. Call Remax Jack and start to pack. Green flag is out. Let's get this podcast underway. Welcome to the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. I am Cam K. Along with me is Great and Fun. We have a very special episode. This is our Herniac Hall Motorsports episode. Yes, we have every single driver for their team and the team owners. Right now joining us is the brand new driver for the team, Todd Shepard. Todd, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Well, we got to start first with how you got into racing because it's, you know, it's a very, very long history. So why don't we start <laughs> right at the beginning and how you got your start? Well, it's been a long, long journey for sure. Um, Started back in Windsor when Alec Pinsnow, uh, the owner of Build Mold, ran some ASA cars. Got my start with uh, Johnny Sauter, Tim Sauter back in the ASA days and uh, worked out well, actually, really well. Won a championship there with them. Then uh, took the journey down south like most guys want to do. I got lucky and fortunate enough to do it. Uh, got scouted to a cup team. Uh, Andy Petrie Racing was a tire changer for Joe Check and Bobby Hamilton. Great experience, good time. Um, but yeah, after that, um, obviously for a Canadian, working over in the States is difficult. So came back home and got an opportunity to build an ARCA team with uh, Terry Jones at Amherstburg. Did that for the last uh, 15, 20 years. It was a good deal. Uh, in between there, I always raced myself. Uh, Delaware Speedway raced modified and some dirt cars here and there picked up and won some races. And now we end up here. Uh, very fortunate to have this opportunity with uh, Ernie at call. Um, excited about this year, actually. A new series for me, new team. I haven't been in the car in a while, so yeah, I'm very excited. With that said, Todd, uh, what are your goals for the season then? Uh, you know what? I have high goals. I set myself uh, a high bar. Um, for one, I've been fortunate enough, like I said, building cars and being on mm-hmm. some winning race teams and stuff. I feel like I got a little bit of experience on the setup side. Nice. I hope that I can still do the driving side of it. Um, expectations, I want to win a race. I, I believe there's a very good possibility we can. And I think that uh, coming to this team will help me too, that we can run different setups with the three cars and whatnot and uh, come together with something good that we can all be up front. So I, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a good fit for me. I hope I can bring something to them guys to help them. But yeah, nothing short of winning a race and running up front. Uh, I think right out of the gate, excited. That's great. We, you know, one thing that I, I, I've kind of been uh, brand new to this series as well. Mm. National Stock Car Association, formerly known as Ontario Sportsman Series. Have you gone, I know this is kind of an odd question because in Canada, you know, it's, it, we just went through winters, the tracks have been closed. Have you had any time to get into the car? And- just got it fired up recently. It was a car that was originally in the series um, and it was a competitive car. I purchased uh, around Christmas of this year and just completely gutted it, tore it down and rebuilt it back up. Um, I feel that, I mean, I went a different way with setup and it could be a good decision or a bad decision. That's that's how you got to start, especially with this day and age. Can't test and do stuff yet. Um, hopefully, we will get to test this year um, before we go racing. But I have low expectations. Hopefully, things get evolving and rolling here shortly. Mm-hmm. But as of now, I sat in the car. I fitted myself, uh, fired everything up. Wait to see what first track we're going to go to and then get the setup in the car. So that's where we stand for now. Well, driver comfort counts for a fair bit of it, but not all of it. Absolutely. So you got the sitting in the car part down. Uh, everybody's itching now with some of the, 
relieving uh, news coming out. We'll be in the stands, hopefully supporting you guys later this summer. You have some support with Quick Quick and uh, talk about your relationship with uh, HHM and Quick Quick and uh, who else supporting you, Todd? Yeah, I've uh, I've known Mike uh, for a long time, obviously. Great race car driver and has a great history in this sport. Recently met uh, Mike Jr. and uh, Mark Hall. Great guys. Like I said, they're um, they're together, obviously, with Quick Quick and the Landshark deal worked out well. Support them guys and promote them guys, I think, being a three-car team. Plus the Canon Midget, that all binded in. I think it's a good yeah. good deal for everybody. I'm amazed by the support that Quick Quick has in this sport that I've seen through other teams and everything else. And I think it's it's, a, it's actually amazing to see someone still involved and being that supportive of teams and everything that's going on right now. It's pretty amazing, actually. Absolutely. Now there's a great emphasis, of course, that in this series, all short tracks. Which one are you looking forward to the most in Ontario that you want to get up there and get going? That's a good one. Uh, Delaware Speedway, especially, because that's basically one of the only ones I've had uh, experience driving at. So I'm definitely looking forward to there. Like a lot of these tracks we're going to, I'm not very familiar with at all. Um, I did a little stint with Ronnie Beauchamp in the Cascar Pinty series and all that. Um, so I've been to a few of the tracks, but I think I'm looking forward to going to these tracks that I've never even seen before. I've been watching a lot of videos and YouTube stuff, and that kind of that gets me more excited than uh, than most, really. But Delaware Speedway, just because I'm comfortable there. I feel comfortable there. I won a lot of races there. So I think that's number one on the list. Well, you definitely seem like a well-rounded racer and you have all sorts of uh, experience around. So uh, coming to tracks for the first time isn't a foreign concept to you. So, I mean, adaptability to different cars and different tracks, so different disciplines, if you will, has got to be something that comes fairly naturally uh, naturally to you, I would think. Yeah, I, I'd like to think so. Um, and that's, the, that's, I mean, why we do this, right? Is to be able to do yeah. that. Get stuck in the same track in the same rut and could run good at but i i think you get to a point where you kind of want to wander anyways and that's what made it makes it exciting the setup style the stuff you change the driving style um and just showing up and knowing where the pits are and seeing different people every week that's kind of a big deal to me um that's why i kind of ventured to the states a little bit and i mean i've done mm -hmm. go-kart racing in the states and we went around and go-kart races here in the last couple of years won a couple of championships so it's been i like that everything from go-karts to dirt late models and modifieds i ran i just enjoy traveling the travel side of things i like to before we wrap this this up what drew you to the national stock car association or the course the ontario sportsman series because it is kind of uh maybe an, an unknown we're trying to fix that but uh, what was the main attraction? That's an excellent question. Uh, I did my homework for probably about a year. I took a little time off of stock car racing. I was racing strictly go-karts, like everybody else, having way ton of money into it, traveling to the States and doing all these money races. And I had a great time. No issues. I mean, won a lot of races. It was fun. Um, but I started thinking, you know what, for the money I'm spending doing that, I'd like to get back into stock car racing, which was the goal anyways. And I really did look. I looked at everything from going late model racing back in Toledo. If I'm going to go to the States with this COVID stuff, obviously put a damper on things. The plan's going that way. Plan B, actually option A as of now was what's the best bang for your buck here in Canada? The APC Late Model Series, amazing series, one of the best in the world, but it just is not a feasible option for me. I'm a, I work for a living, a normal job, and I don't, you know, the big day of the big sponsors, I feel have kind of weeded away a little bit. I hate to say that, it sucks, but um, I still do this mainly out of my own pocket. So for me, this series is the, the most affordable series for what you get. There's still the, the great stock cars that were running the 
Pinty series and the Casper series, you know, they were great cars then and they are now. There's still nothing wrong with them. Crate Motors obviously drew me in. I mean, that's drawn a lot of people in. I think that turned a page for a lot of people. Um, they got a great tire rule and I mean, just the, looks like they got a good car count and mm -hmm. I, I think it's going to be great racing. Every, I watch videos, obviously that's all I get to do right now. Uh, okay. Watching a ton of YouTube videos and watching all the old races and stuff like that. It seems like a great fit and a great series. There's nothing that I've seen. I did my pros and cons even going street stock racing and everything else that, that I that I could and by far this is the the best series I think that the best fit for me man it's cool to as a former businessman I can relate to the the struggles and everything of tight times and everything and what it's like to sit and wait to go it's landscaping in Muskoka so mm -hmm. it's 10 weeks of bad snowmobile and in the yeah. summer basically so but as a race fan it's just huge respect from our standpoint for the the passion like you said running a lot out of your pocket but still getting out there and pounding the pavement and doing the work yeah. to to make those relationships and and do your homework and find a series that you feel comfortable in so that just makes it all the more competitive for uh, the fans to take in so absolutely from yeah. us uh, our our motto is true canadian racing fans so uh we we thank you for that man well, i appreciate you guys thanks for having me on this has been great uh like yeah. i said i'm uh, i'm excited about this year i think this series uh definitely has room to grow i think we start putting on a few good shows and it will it'll show itself um so thanks again for having me on i appreciate everything yeah you know what todd it, it is this is uh, what we wanted to be able to do, you know, is showcase those racing series, showcase the teams that maybe, you know, don't get the spotlight that they deserve. There is still some open, it looks like there's some open space on your car. So if any companies are interested, you know, definitely hit hit up Herniacal Motorsports if you want to get out there and sponsor Todd. Before we finally wrap it up, because I just thought of this, we totally skipped over Andy Petrie Racing, Joni Macek and Bobby Hamilton, one of my favorite drivers of all time. But actually, yeah. you know what? Both of them are actually one of our favorites of mine. So you got to hit us up with a great either a, J a Joni Machek or a Bobby Hamilton story. Oh, story. Well, actually, the, the crazy story, and I still have pictures. Um, I was mainly with, uh, I started off with Bobby Hamilton and their team, actually. They were running good at the time. I, you know, I had fared well and got scouted to a, a cup tire changer at, on Hamilton's team. Well, they were doing decent enough, and Joni Machek's team was struggling a little bit, so I ended up going to be a tire changer over there. Luckily so, it was a joint venture. Even back then, the way they joined their teams and their cars was any car that won, um, the other teams all got bonuses and everything, which was a great, a great thing. So they kept everybody joined together as two teams. Fortunate enough that we won Talladega with Bobby Hamilton and ended up won in, I believe, New Hampshire with uh, Joe Nemechek. So uh, the crazy story is I got close in with their family, had my mom and dad meet them. And uh, I used to take care of uh, little John Hunter. He was just a kid back then. So that's uh, <laughs> oh, super cool. weird story watching him on TV now, but back in the motorhome, a lot of the drivers and stuff. Yeah. John Hunter was just a little kid running around. So it was pretty cool. Good times. A great, great, great story to end this. Thank you so much, Todd Shepard, for joining us on the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. We are back on the Stickers and Scuffs podcast, now with driver number two for Herniac Hall Motorsports. He drives the 75 JEC distribute, distributors, Chevrolet, Monte Carlo, and the, na the National Stock Car Association. Kevin Lay is here on the show. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great to be on the show. Well, yeah, we're, we're very glad to have you. And first off, I just want to say the 75 car looks beautiful. I, I love yeah. the orange on the side. But let's also, let's go back. You know, we did this with Todd, and we're going to go in and talk with you as well. How did you get your start in racing? So I started racing, uh, trying to think now exactly, probably about eight years ago now. So mm -hmm. not I didn't get in early like all the other kids did, go-kart racing and that. Like, I was uh, working full-time. I used to play racing video games, and one 
one day I just decided to go out and watch them racing at Delaware Speedway in London. And I said, hey, this is something that looks awesome. I want to do this. Never working on a car ever before in my life. I went and bought a Cavalier, figured out how to change spark plugs that weren't working on it and kind of YouTubed everything from there. I've come a long way since then. That's Dude, a, you're living by dreams. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. I love that. That's a great story. That's wow. the best damn racing story I've ever heard. That's a huge portion of that is, I mean, when you get into racing, I always thought like all your competitors would kind of be your enemies and everyone would have all these secrets and this and that. But when you get there, like everyone helped you out, lend you tools, show you this and that. It's a great community. That's awesome. That's something as fans of, of a niche sport, especially in Ontario and Canada, that when you get into a fan base, when we get to know drivers like you, like we're meeting you for the first time, but the relationships that you make, it is, it's, it's a network of friendships and, and family. Like they'll, they'll stomp your toes and cut your throat on the track, but uh, yeah. they'll give you every nut and bolt you need to, to get there to beat you fair and square. Right. Yeah. Once that, once the helmets are on, the gloves are off. <laughs> nice. Well said. Uh, yeah. So tell us uh, what are your goals for, for the 2021 season? I mean, we're still in a bit of a holding pattern, I guess. Right. What do you hope to accomplish uh, when we do finally get there this year? My biggest goal is to actually get on a track race. I think, that, <laughs> I think that's everyone's goal right now. If we make that happen, it's really just trying to get as much of a regular season as possible. Hopefully we could uh, put on a nice. show maybe for some fans by the end of the year, uh, maybe get a couple speed 51 broadcasts like that worked yeah. out really well. And then uh, if we end up running a regular season, trying to, go for rookie of the year yeah that would be that would definitely be a big a big start you know you guys got a little tiny tiny bit of track time last year i believe it was only one weekend that you guys were able to get out there and it was a little little exciting for your teammate there with uh, a car rolling over him but what was the experience like last year obviously being a true rookie your very first start you got two races right off the bat and there's nobody there <laughs> so actually i was a little bit more uh, familiar with that so when i moved into the what was the lucas oil series at the time that was going to be a change for me because I was jumping into 100 lap races and kind of a more traditional style racing. And I was coming from, I ran trucks and late models and we were running those twin 50 lap races and stuff. So I jumped in that and I go, I know exactly what this is going to be like. This is going to be carnage. And sure enough, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. But everyone was out there. They had one race for the year to kind of make something happen. And I think the race reflected that. Oh man, that's awesome. I, I'm immediately a fan of yours, man. I can't wait i hope that we as you say if uh, we're starting to look like we're getting in a better place that uh, we can get out there into the stands and uh, and root for you guys we'll we'll rock your brand loud and proud obviously you got some experience heading into this year what's the biggest thing for you in the in your very first race that you need to tell yourself is it's not a goal per se but what is it that you have to tell yourself when you strap in and get going so i find the biggest thing is you got to get in there and uh, kind of tune down the excitement a little bit and sit down and focus be level-headed and remind yourself that you got 100 laps or 50 laps and that you don't need to win in the first one you want to take the car home in one piece yeah. and uh put a good show on i guess that's why they call it discipline right it's it's so hard to not go like your hair's on fire right at the drop of the green flag to actually settle into a pace and and, and manage everything until it's it is go time if you will that that's the beauty of of watching it yeah exactly if you start pushing it you end up just wearing your tires out and you're not running at your optimum speed how easy was the transition between the late models to driving the this car i would say this was kind of 
somewhere in between my late model and my truck. I found the late model was a lot more like setup finicky, where these cars are a lot more, most people have set up figured out and guys like Mike are awesome. They know exactly how to set up this car. So it becomes a little bit more of a driver game. I like the change. I find them a little bit easier to drive than the late model. You could be a half a turn and totally lose the car, but uh, they're great. Every car is a little bit different. And as I drive different cars, uh, I realize that certain things that worked in one didn't work for the other. And I haven't really had the chance to figure out ones for these cars yet. So that could be a goal for the year. You touched on it there in your previous answer, Kevin. You guys are all in the shop there tonight. I mean, it's nice to have a stable of drivers and, and owners that have been there, been in the seat and and can give you feedback and you can lean on them for advice to help you stay on your game and, and be on your game when it is go time. Yeah, exactly. Having uh, So we went out to Flamborough last year was our own race. We got to run and I've never been there before. So it was my first time mm-hmm. at the track and just driving around and having Mike on the radio telling me, no, you're turning in too late. You're turning in too early and no, you're breaking too early. And just to kind of not have to learn the track as much as him just kind of telling me what I should be doing. And like we yeah. got right on pace right away and we ran pretty competitively right out the gate. Where the marks even are and then you can hit them, right? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of value in that. It really accelerates the learning process when you have good mentors to lean on. Yeah, otherwise you're hitting a moving target or trying to hit a moving target, I guess. Yeah, we try not to hit anything. <laughs> <laughs> How did you find your way to Herniac Hall Motorsports, Kevin? So I ran into... a Mike, um, a couple years ago, and I, I think I bought a starter off him. He lives only maybe about 30 minutes from me. He had some parts for sale. I went and picked him up. And of course, every time you pick up a, a race car part from another racer, you're there for an hour talking about everything under the sun. So then when I seen he was kind of talking about getting a second car, I called him up and said, hey, this, this might be something that could work well together because he had a car that needed an engine and I had an engine that needed a car. And then we kind of just sat down and talked it out and things kind of just clicked and we went from there. Absolutely beautiful. Hey, great. Wasn't that, that sounds like a great, great partnership right there. Absolutely. You got to have people to count on and yeah, just uh, give a shout out to who's got your back this season. Um, Yeah, I got to thank JEC. They've been with us through thick and thin and with all this uh, COVID stuff happening, I know it rocked them pretty good. So it's awesome still having them on our team. I'd mm-hmm. also thank Global Vehicle Systems, Mer Electronic, Radovic Automotive, Quickbook Firestarter, and Copperhead. Excellent. And everybody out there wearing our shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we want to thank Bears. you so much, Kevin, for joining us on the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. And the best of luck this season. We can't wait to be at the track to cheer you on. Perfect. I can't wait to see you guys out there. Welcome back to the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. We are here with driver number three for Herniac Hall Motorsports, and he's got Herniac in his name. It's Michael Herniac Jr., driver of the number 15. Now, he's got he's got a lot of sponsors, so let me see if I can remember this. He's got Tim Campbell, real estate on there. Oh, geez, he's got Quick, he's got quick Wick now on there, Graydon. So we got, mm-hmm. we don't know that one. Duraview, did I say that yeah. right? Duraview? Yeah. Uh, oh, geez, what's the Peppers one? Oh, he's got some, uh, the, what's the hot sauce company on there? The hot right sauce. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Reinhardt Auctions, Ken LaPayne. LaPayne? LaPayne Trucking, yeah. LaPayne Trucking. Brimstone Games, which has a yep. sick logo. I love that one. Jesus. I got a couple <laughs> covered up here, too. I got action trailers out in my backyard. Action trailers, that's another one. Right here. Landshark, there Land we go. Landshark, Guaranteed Comfort. Uh, that's a new one. Picked up this year. Right. And then the team, Tim Campbell, obviously, uh, real estate. Um, yeah, we got – it's it's tough to remember when uh, – when you got lots, it's great, honestly. 
If yes. they made the patches out of Nomax, you could make a or Nomax, you could make a fire suit out of all your sponsors' logos. Yeah. Oh, honestly, I probably couldn't. It probably helped me during some interviews to remember some of them. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta look down then, right? Yeah, uh, I feel like I'm in school again studying it's for my sponsors. Honestly, I can't complain though. It's great. The support's awesome. So your your family to the Hernia Hall Motorsports as a whole are very good at sponsor relationships. Can you just tell us a little bit about that, Junior? A lot of it is, uh, like you said, it's a relationship. Like, they're not, I don't look at them as just my sponsors. You know, we're a family now. It's a business, right? We treat them like our own. Um, mm -hmm. They're a part of the team just as much as the other guys. And I think that's huge. You know, they deserve everything because, you know what, they put me on the track every week to race. So they deserve as much credit as our setup guy, as my spotter, as myself. I wouldn't be racing if it wasn't for them. Yeah, you know, we just treat them like one of us. And I think that's, uh, I think they appreciate it. And I think that's huge. And in the racing community, in any sporting event community, anything that involves sponsors, I think everybody should look at it that way. That's that's a, a, an A-plus answer right there. <laughs> that's on yeah. Vargas oh. territory, I think, so far as one of our best uh, responses. Wow. Um, yeah, well, well said, you. man. Yeah, that's, you know, the only reason I say this is because it strikes exactly the same way that he made it sound with his sponsors. Uh, it's yeah. exactly the same way that they're, they're, you know, they're family and they, you build those relationships. How did you know that racing is for you? Obviously, yeah, your dad raced, you got your around people that race all the time, but what made you say, you know what, I can do this too, or I can do it better than my dad did? Uh, it's a tough question because honestly, as a kid, I was always, uh, obviously like to go fast. I had four wheelers growing up, things like that. I liked my toys. I liked being around the track. I, you know, I grew up at the racetrack. It wasn't in my vision for a long time. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I was a hockey player. You know, I played high level hockey. I was just heading in that path. All I saw was hockey. I was never really interested in doing it. Mm -hmm. um, I hot lapped a junior late model up in Grand Bend at my uncle Brad's track, you know, a handful of times when I was a kid. Didn't really like fall in love with it at the time. It was more just kind of fun. It kind of freaked me out in a way. Um, and then honestly, as I got older, more mature, I kind of gained respect for racing itself. Um, and then my, my dad got sick there uh, in 2017, I believe. I was just like, I, I didn't think he would do it. His big thing all my life was, you're not racing cars. That was my thing, not yours. Yours is hockey. It always, and I said to him, I'm like, hey, why don't you throw me in the pro late model? Like, I, I kind of want to turn some laps. And then he didn't, think, he didn't really take me seriously at that time. It ended up happening. And then just after that, honestly, it just kind of, paved the path and i was like yeah i'm all in like that's it uh, i was all in that was my decision my dad said to me listen you gotta be all in or you're not in so i had to make that decision and from there that's that's where we're at now Whew. these stories have been great great and so far eh? <laughs> yeah man this is uh i mean we can't be watching racing or at the track right now it's great to hear these yeah. stories and kind of get to know you guys but it gets the heart racing so that when we do get yeah. there we'll be we'll be rooting hard for you guys yeah, something to talk about. I miss I miss it. Yeah. It sucks. We're, we're coming out, though. In July, we'll be racing. I know it. Yeah, that's what it seems like. You know, you got you know, you got a little bit of experience similar to, to, to Kevin. You know, it seems like, uh, you know, uh, last year you got a little bit of racing in, but that was that was it. Right. Yeah. In a long, long time. But you were you've been in the series a couple of years, you've been rookie of the year. You know, what do you, what do you like about this series? Because I, 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 I'm not trying to make it sound like it's not worth it or anything like that. It's just not as well known as I think it should be, you yeah. know, up here in Canada, we really know the Pinty series. 
and that's great. That's fine. Um, you know, we're big fans of the Pinty series. And one what, one of the things that we can definitely say about this series is it almost feels like Pinty's light. You know, I think the competition is so good, but maybe just not everybody knows about it. So why is it that you think that this is a series for you to be driving in right now? You know, I, I agree exactly what you said. We're, we are almost just like under that Pinty series. You know, you got series like APC and Pinty's, mm-hmm. they're all over, right? And it's like, what's the reason that we're not? And personally, honestly, we get our car counts are great. Mm-hmm. Our competition, you know, fa- fans come watch us. It's a great show. Um, mm-hmm. We put on a good show. You know, all the guys are respectful. It's great competition. The cars are, you know, it's the same thing as the Pinty's cars, essentially. So mm-hmm. you already know it's, you know, it's a quick pace race, right? 100 lappers, which you don't get in a lot of series which is, uh, you know, attracts fans. We're a traveling series, which also is huge, right? Now, my opinion on why we aren't at that next level, our TV coverage isn't there. You know, if we had someone like G-Force come in and, you know, get a TV package going for us, I think that would be huge. You know, they could turn our series into something as big as the APC series. You know, like we could, ha- we could be in competition with them and, you know, do double headers and huge weekends, right? And it'd bring more sponsors and more fans and, like, it'd bring – it, it just bring Canadian racing up to that next level that it should be at because the people, the racers are there. Um, the passion's there. I think it just takes that one person and, you know, we got a new guy running our series now, which is great. Maybe, you know, some things will change um, for the better. Hopefully, you know, I want, I'd love to see the series go to the next level as, as is it the series for me? I think it was, it's great, great starting point um, for myself. You know, I love the series and that, Obviously, I'm, you know, as a team and myself, we're always looking next level. Um, we want to build. We want to keep going. You know, we don't want to get comfortable completely where we're at. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. But as for the series, though, I mean, we're, you know, we got three cars in it now. Like, <laughs> I think the series has tons of potential. It absolutely we does. <laughs> we, I think we're <laughs> on the same point with the same, you know, belief. Uh, you know, yeah. we, we love seeing great oval racing, great yeah. racing. And I, we've been lucky because Pedal Power, shout out to Pedal Power, um, put some of these clips of the races on YouTube. Yeah. And that's been lucky enough to catch some of the racing. And it's, it is. You've also got names in this series that I think you can lean on because they are legends of racing. Absolutely. Um, I want to specifically talk about that number 43 that's out on that racetrack. I cannot believe you are sharing the track with Bob Merrifield. And he's still racing after all this time. Um, what's we, That's what I think is a great balance, right? Do you find that you have a garage that's full of people that have done it all and you can just go and ask any of them? Or are they more, no, 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 I don't want to tell the young kid because I don't want him to outrun me. Yeah. <laughs> it comes and goes. You know, I've known Bob Merrifield since I was like, since before I could walk. Wow. Um, I sat in his race car, you know, him and my grand grandfather were as close as can be. Um, honestly, I, I think it's great. I give Bob all the respect in the world. You know, I think it's awesome being able to run against someone like that with the, all the knowledge and the, the years of racing and who he is. I think it's unreal. And I, you know, as to walking up to the guys and, you know, I think everybody respects me. You know, I've always been, uh, trying to gain everybody's respect. You know, I don't, I wouldn't just walk up and, you know, act like some big shot that I'm not because, you know, I got to gain the guy's respect and yeah, they know my dad, but I'm different, right. I'm, I'm myself. So at the track, you know, 
oh, he's just shaking the guy's hands, you know, gain the respect, you know, trying to, you know, uh, learn everybody, learn how they race, learn the guys and just not only giving them the respect off the track, but on the track too, you know, give it, if they're faster than you, you know what, you let them have that lane. If you're, you're on lap two of a hundred laps, right. <laughs> Little things like that, just to gain the respect from the guys. But for the most part, the guys in our series are pretty good and respectful towards the young guns. So <laughs> Junior, that's not the only discipline that's uh, near and dear to your family. Uh, talk about midgets and what they mean. Um, yeah, so we just hooked up with uh, Corey Whitham this year with the Canon Midget. Um, so actually, my dad's coming out, and he's going to be turning some laps in it. And um, we're excited. You know, I'm going to be able to turn some laps, hopefully run a few races. It's going to be a complete different animal, and that's what I'm looking forward to. It's something new, something that we haven't done as a family, really. We've never been Can-Am racing. It's going to be wild. They, I'm sure you guys have seen them. It's a great show. They're fast. They're loud. They're they're like a sprint car on an oval track, right? So we're excited. It's going to be a learning curve. You know, we're just going out. I'm going out there myself for some seat time, learn the cars. Obviously, we're going to try and, you know, be competitive in that as much as we can. Um, mm -hmm. Now, as for my dad, I don't know what his plan is, but I think uh, <laughs> he'll be pretty good in it. He's, you know, he's got the, the years behind his belt. So should he should do okay, I think. We'll see, though. He might, he might get chirped for it, but... <laughs> so fun it'll I'm be fun to do though if nothing else though right exactly absolutely either way either way we're turning laps and i'm and i'm i'm pumped yeah, for seat it. time too yeah that's the big thing is the seat time you know we we run eight races across ontario in our series it's at that point where like i gotta start you know being in the car more yeah i gotta be in something you know a decent amount if we want to keep keep moving up the scale right so that's where I'm at. I'm excited to just get the seat time practice. Cool. You know, that's, that's huge. So if you do better than your dad, bragging rights, he keeps making comments about me not fitting in it because uh, I'm a little bit bigger than him. <laughs> so I, I'm starting to question if he's a little bit uh, nervous as to how good I'm going to do compared to him. We'll see though, but rattle the old man's cage a little. Oh yeah. No, you'll he, <laughs> be hearing it from everyone. Not just me. Nice. Yeah. If, if that happens, we'll see. Now, did you get the opportunity to race with your dad in the, the Lucas Oil series? I have not, no. We've, no. Uh, when I was a kid, no, other than like doing hot laps together kind of stuff, I've never raced against or with my dad ever. Is that something that's, I don't know, a herniac duel uh, down the I, line? or I would love to. Yeah. As, for him, I don't know, but uh, I would love to. I think it'd be cool. You know, it'd be an experience. I've always watched my dad from behind the fence. I've never been on the track with him like that so i think that would be i think he should i think you guys should bring it up to him and get <laughs> yeah. in his head you know stir it up in there um but no i would i would i would turn it down for sure i wouldn't i think it'd be great um both ways you know because he always chirps me all my bad things i do on the track well <laughs> well i want him to be behind me when he's watching all those bad things so <laughs> right well yeah. at least uh you might not uh, be on the track with your old man, uh, but you got a couple of good teammates with you this year. It sounds like uh, you're a passionate and, and focused group. That's that's. It doesn't have to be a, a 500 person organization to have success. Yeah. If you got a bunch of, of of focused guys that all love to hang around with each other and and have a common yeah. goal, it's it's a recipe for success, man. No, absolutely, I agree. It's we and, make we make it a weekend thing, right? It's 
It's not just yeah. about racing, you know, it's about the family time. It's about all the people yeah. that are around and that. So it, it's good. It's all, it has its benefits racing. And as a dad myself, I mean, taking the kids to the track, that's, that's one of my favorite things, like getting them hooked on racing and, and yeah. now them missing it so bad that, uh, man, we can't wait to get there. And, and when we do, we'll be, we'll be loud and proud in the stands for you boys. Yeah, I've actually I got a spot on my uh, team for a new pit crew, so I might be calling your boy up. Oh man, <laughs> they uh, well they're athletic, I'll tell you that. So <laughs> uh, my uh, they would love to hear that. They'll uh, I'll have, they'll watch this for sure. So thanks. Yeah, you got you to get the spare tires out to get them to start lifting tires, just to make sure. Yeah. We change snow tires and summer tires all the time. Five on, go. five get- off. Yeah, I remember being a kid playing with the air gun. It fired me yeah. up. It was like you're at the track. <laughs> I still do it myself. Like oh, that's yeah. what I said. If I, I could, I'll pull back up for somebody. I can nail five <laughs> on five off pretty good. I do it with <laughs> truck tires too. Twelve on twelve off. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, sound, doesn't sound like the boys are getting a shot of the pit uh, picker. It sounds like. No, no, I, I, I'll throw my back out. I just came from the chiropractor. I'll just, <laughs> I'll observe. I'm better yeah, as a I just, fan now. I got to know when to bow out. So. I just look at lifting a tire and I throw my yeah. back out. So I'm the dad yeah. now too. I yeah. want what's best for the kids. So yeah, we'll 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 talk about that come summer. Hopefully, when we can all Absolutely. be together at the track, man. So yeah. thanks a lot, Mike Junior. This is uh, this has been a killer time. No, yeah. thank you guys. I appreciate it and uh, keep killing it. I love what you guys are doing. You guys are you know getting people involved in the racing community and bringing people like us in. I appreciate it a ton. Oh, you know what? But- got you man thank you the the least awesome. we could do you guys your your team has been all, one of our biggest supporters since we very you know when since we started this whole thing uh with your dad and mark they've been exceptional and you know yeah. uh, we really really want to see this series succeed because you know there are tons of companies that i think look at maybe sponsoring and then they see the pinty series and see oh god look how expensive that is when yeah. you guys have a very very Bang for the buck. So, yeah. you know, we we really want to see this succeed. and want to get it, to, you know, on TV as well. And and hopefully we can do some of the, the stickers and scuffs at the track and we'll be able to, you know, get some some footage of, of the 15, you know, taking the lead. And, yeah, and, some yeah. live stuff. Hoping for better. that first win. Yeah, that's right, buddy. You know, I, I think last year having, uh, you know, Chad McGlynn kind of run all over you and roll all over you. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it was... wasn't, maybe wasn't what you wanted, but uh, we'll be hoping to see that 15, uh, the two, and of course, 75 running all up front this year. Mikey, th- thank you so much uh, for joining us tonight. Yeah. I appreciate it guys. Take care. All right. Yeah. You too, man. Thank you. Thanks guys.